Hello, Hello. David, my friend. Hello. Oh, how are you doing? Uh, well enough. Fair enough. Ah, I think it's my turn to start with questions. Uh, sure. All right. So I was very intrigued by your description of the train wreck church. And I was wondering if you could elaborate on that. Are you intrigued? Because it really, it really felt like when I described it to you, you didn't listen to me at all, and that you didn't really care what I was saying. Right, and so as I've been thinking about it more, uh, I think um, this would be helpful because I'm interested in something very similar to that, and I don't know if we are you describing the same thing in different words or different things in the same words. And I feel like this is the one thing that I would like to try to understand. Okay. So what I remember you saying was that your idea of train wreck church is that everybody there is a train wreck, it admits to being a train wreck, and that rather than covering things up, that things get resolved. Yes. Okay. Uh, could you elaborate a bit on what you mean by train wreck and what you mean by resolved? Well, you know, that was actually sort of the, the crux of, like, what we were talking about, um, whether or not train wreck or shipwreck was appropriate. And, but, I mean, like, the fundamental idea is that problems happen and, like, disagreements happen, conflict happens, um, people have issues with their lives. And I am tired of being in a church or in an environment in which we avoid those things or we, we think that those things shouldn't happen instead of recognizing them as actually good things, that these are actually driven by God and that we should embrace them. Right, but could you – so are you using train wreck generally for any sort of problem? Or do you have something more specific in, in mind? Um, being fairly general. Okay. Uh, I think I can work with that. And then what do you mean by resolve? Uh, just that people work through it. And to, uh, resolve is whatever the parties think is, is re um, would resolve mean. So it's up to the people and the, and the involved to decide whether right. or not they've reached a good... Right. Okay, and this is maybe a minor point, but just so I'm curious your perspective on it. From my perspective, I feel like Stephen and I and Janet and I had some problems and that we worked through them to the point where we feel like we're at peace with each other. So by your definition, that appears to count as a train wreck that was resolved. No, not at all. Okay. And uh, help me understand what I'm missing in either your my perceptions or in your definition. Well, so I I would you you can go to a, a church that's that just just squashes all sort of voice of um, problems and says no you're not allowed to talk about this and convince everyone it's wrong to talk about problems ever. Somebody has a drinking problem okay. you're not allowed to talk about it and convinces everybody that it's wrong to talk about someone having a drinking problem. And that would okay. meet your definition. Oh, so sorry, sorry, everyone... sorry. Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down. 
I'm totally missing you somewhere. Okay. My definition. I was trying to work with your definition. So. Uh, no. I, I said, I, well, you, you what can... I said didn't. Okay. Let me let me let me let me let me tease this apart because I feel like I'm missing something fundamental. People. Steve and I had a problem, say, right? People saying that there is peace is insufficient. Okay. Okay. That's the. That's insufficient because you can have peace with someone, and there could still be problems that have gone unaddressed. Okay, so I think then there's maybe some uh, distinctions or connotations of these words that I'm missing. Janet is leaving the group. I, I don't I don't understand how you think that you don't have a problem with Janet because you do. Just because she's not upset at you and well, isn't angry so, or sorry. fighting with you doesn't mean that there isn't a problem. She's leaving okay. the group. Okay, so so let's 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 um uh, She also stated that she uh, has objections to what you're doing. She has objections to what you have done in the past, which you guys have not talked about resolved, and she has objections to what's going on now. She said that plainly. Okay. So So when you say that there's peace between you, it's like yes, that's because she she doesn't want to fight with you. She let it go, and that's fine. But I mean, like, for you to say that that's a good thing, I'm like, no, no, this is not a good thing. Okay, so let me let me peel back the onion a bit to make sure I understand. Okay. Okay. Um, there are many unresolved issues between me and Janet. Okay. Okay. Not uh, some of them are questions about the future of the group, which is a uh, a fair point. So in my mind, I draw a distinction between problems and issues, and it sounds like either you don't draw that distinction, or you draw that line differently. I, I don't draw a line between problems and issues. I would say okay. that I would if I I would say the thing I would I would say is that I would draw a line between um uh problems in the relationship that prevent you from functioning together and problems that don't. Mm -hmm. Right, okay, that's good. And so from my perspective, which could be totally off, okay, is that Janet and a high have some uh, differences that may affect her participation in the group, may uh, but we don't have different. You know the the you know the. My point is, is that is different than her and I having an issue that affects our relationship. I think you agree that there is a distinction there. Um, right? There's a Didn't you just say you between, yes, there's a distinction there. I don't. Um, the things were, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm thinking about things for the group context. I don't really care what your relationship is with Janet. Okay, well, okay sorry, sorry. Okay, so, okay, so, so then, okay, that's helpful. That is an important distinction. Um, so, um, so are you willing to concede then 
because it's apparently unimportant to you, that Jenna and I may have worked through our relational issues with each other. I, I would concede that I don't know, and that okay. it is not an issue for me. Okay, fair enough. All right. And um, okay. Um, so what I'm hearing you say is that the thing that really bothers you is Janet has issues with the group that have not been resolved, which are contributing to her leaving. Uh, I, I guess what I would say is what bothers me is the little regard that you have for that. With your regard that I have for them in my model. With so, your model. So, okay. So, this is a little regard in my model. So, now I seem to value personal relationships over membership in the group. I, I that feels like a false dichotomy. Those things aren't in conflict. Okay. In fact, if it. Okay, no, okay, well, okay. I will tell you precisely my, my tension here. Okay. My perspective is that the issues between Janet and I and Janet and the group are not simple in the sense that I have gotten very different um, narratives from her at different points in time of what her concerns are and what her motivations are. And from my perspective... I, that, that, that feels like an accusation against her. No, no, it's not all meant as an accusation. Uh, I mean, I think she herself would say that some of the things she said were not what she meant. And that her own description uh, of the process uh, was not perfect by any means either. I, I, well, I would say that Janet would say that, I think Janet did explicitly say in the group was she didn't reveal everything at once, that she, she's right. done it in stages. Which is, is a different right. thing to say that she uh, was saying things that she didn't mean or no, that she was no, I didn't, I, I, I don't – that is not what I meant to imply, and I apologize if that's what came across. My point okay. was just simply that it is not simple. A simple yes. problem is one where there's only one thing, and it's said once, and everyone understands it, and you move forward. A complex situation is where there are multiple things that overlap and can easily be confused with each other. Knotted, okay. like another way. Okay, so I think the situation is knotted, and so I feel like Jen and Renee and I were able to resolve one thread in terms of the things that you know. When I set aside time to talk to her and ask her what really matters, you know, what is it, and we were able to talk through that and reach a place of peace around that issue between us, and that was the issue that most directly impacted how I was feeling towards her and I think how she was, uh, what she said was the thing that was most salient in her concerns about dealing with me. Okay, that might not be the only issue. That might not be the fundamental issue. I don't know, but it was an issue and I feel like we made meaningful progress on that. That's why I feel like I'm at peace with her. Yeah, okay, okay, I mean, like, I, this is not the issue with me. This is not the issue I have. This is not the problem, but okay. okay fair enough, but let, me, but, but let me try to make the point that I was making. Actually, let me let me let me let me. Actually, I really need to get this across. Okay. Um, okay. Thank you. 
I really don't want to talk about your relationship with Jan. Okay. Okay. In fact, I want to I, I want to cut it off because okay. like because this 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 falls under what happened with with you and me about Bill. Because frankly, I like I said, I don't care about your relationship with Janet. That's not the issue at hand. It's not relevant to this. And Janet's not here to talk about it. And right. I, I'm not I'm not I'm not looking to speak into that. And I'm not looking to hear from. It. So I, it's entirely irrelevant as far as I'm concerned. And I think Janet would okay. appreciate it if we didn't talk about it either. So for that reason, I really want to cut this off. Right, but I feel like I have to make a point I was trying to make. All right, not go ahead. Making any statements about her just about me, okay? And that the situation, as I saw it, was knotted. And I very deliberately said, okay, the thing that I'm gonna focus on is how to make sure I'm as right as possible in my relationship with her and her relationship with me. And the other issues around her perspective on the group, issues with the group, I deliberately chose to not focus on them because that was my priority. And I, I believe, and I could be wrong, that efforts to uh, work through and resolve all of those would have conflicted with the other goal. And that's why I made that choice. What other goal? The goal of making sure Jenna stays in the group Versus making sure I am right with her in my relationship. You think those were at odds with each other? I think they were not identical issues. You know, I, I don't I don't know how to tell you how you are you are not just wrong, you are like wrong on like on levels that you can't even conceive of. Fascinating. Like okay. Like like you're not just I don't think you're just wrong about Janet. I, I am saying that what you did was so foolish and so harmful that you have hurt relationships with other people. Your relationship with them and them between each other. That is how mind-boggling foolish you were. Fascinating. So are you arguing that my perception was wrong? or that my choice was wrong, or that my entire framing of the problem was just fundamentally screwed up? Uh, all of the above. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Thank you. That actually helps. So can you... I, 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 think, I, I think part of the problem is you don't realize that, like, people agreed with Janet. So, so sorry. When you say so sorry, when you say agreed with Janet, can you be more precise about which statement she made uh, no, that no, you no, no. agreed with? No, you can't. No, no. What? What? You? You're? 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 You're, you're, you're missing it. When I say people agree oh, with okay. Janet, I mean I mean many things here. Okay, I mean that like Janet said things that people agree with. Janet objected to things that people agree with. People, uh, Janet had positions and was there to do things that people wanted her to do, and that's that's coming to an end. And that uh, the thing that you ignored or discounted were things that people agreed with, even though people didn't realize that was what Janet was fighting for, and that you inadvertently stepped on that as well. So people, people, like you, there were many levels in which I think like you did not, you did the group a disservice yesterday. Yesterday. 
in terms yes. of what I shared. Okay, yeah. Yes. Um, I think you've made your point. Uh, the interesting question for me, so I'm having trouble understanding the concept. It appears that my frame of reference is totally broken relative to what you consider a proper understanding of reality. Is that a fair summary of what you've been saying to me? Well, what I would say is that like people keep telling you the same thing over and over again, and you don't seem to be responding to it. Yes. We've had this conversation and, before. Yes. And so, and, and so yes, you could, you could conceive of that as sort of a broken concept of reality. I don't know what it is. I, I, I've been trying to figure out what's causing this. Right. So, yeah, fair enough. But I mean, I think you're arguing my side of our alien conversation, which is that I seem to actually lack a concept that is very important to you. Because no amount of words you use appears to be sufficient to explain it. I, I would say there's multiple concepts, but maybe, sure. Okay, okay, fair enough. Um, I guess the, I may as well make the request now. I don't think there's any point, but I will at least make it. Is there an example that you can point me to to say that, that's what I mean? That at least I can observe the example, even if I can't understand the concept. Uh, an example of, of the problem happening? Of, of the right way to look at things. Of uh, a, a natural, healthy example, uh, way of resolving conflict and addressing these issues. I I don't I don't think man I feel like this is this is the answer is no that's fine it's just that you know like I said I I I see better than I hear uh well no what I would say is I object to the question is actually I think the best ah, answer okay very good okay uh this to me like uh what you just asked just feels like you're repeating the 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 same question you wrote in how to cure train wreck. And I'm okay. like, you're basically, you're asking me, like, can you give me an example which a train wreck was cured? Uh, oh. And I'm just like, no, that's not, that's not what I, that's the wrong question. That's ah. not what I'm looking for. And and I'm I'm saying you looking for that is is a problem. Okay, I, I just want to clear. When I say cured, I don't mean like prevented from happening, although that's always nice. Um, I primarily mean in terms of something that has happened uh, and being a a brokenness that is in some level, some sense healed. That was the intent I was trying to get to with that. I I'm going to read your, let me, let me read, read your words to you. Question, okay, is there a single thing that both causes and sustains train wrecks, i.e. cascades of broken relationships? If so, can it be inverted to provide a cure? So you're trying yeah. to invert a thing that causes and sustains train wrecks. And to me, right, and then that's what you're calling and that's what you're calling a cure. And I'm like, right. no, both, both we, should, senses, we should, both we should not be. In, I, I, not, and I'm saying the idea of trying to stop or try to uh, 
trying to prevent and trying to stop a train wreck is destructive and bad and something I am wholeheartedly against. Okay, let me just make sure I'm understanding you carefully because I think I may be reading something that you're not intending. Okay? Okay. Um, my world, my view of the world, train wrecks will always happen. And when train wrecks need to happen, it is a good thing that they happen because they help surface <laughs> underlying problems that need to be addressed and dealt with. Okay? You with me there? No, I'm not. I, what you wrote contradicts oh, okay. that. I apologize if my words were not clear to my intent. I'm trying to clarify my intent. Will you allow me sloppiness in my writing? No, I won't. I won't. The, okay. Fair enough. And, 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 and the reason is, is because, like, I, I, I took your words on our Sunday call, and I, I listened to what you were saying. I thought I understood. And then what you presented to the group was the exact opposite. And... At the very least, like what you write is conveying the opposite message to everyone in the group. And so, are we still still trying to understand each other? Or did you want to move on to something else? Because I feel like I haven't quite used up my questions. Mm. My turn, right? All right, fine. Uh, Thank you. I'll try to make these ones quick. And I want to make sure you have a chance to address the points that are important to you. Uh, there's also a few other pieces of news that may or may not affect your uh, perspective on things. But um, let me ask my questions first. So okay. when you say train wreck and resolved, um, the closest analogs in my ontology of things I care about, um, is that the analog of train wreck is sin or sinner. And the analog of resolved is healed by the blood of Christ. And my guess is that you would not be fond of those equivalencies, but I just wanted to verify that. No, I am. I, I just, oh, okay. I just don't believe. I just don't believe that we could ever be sinless. And I just think trying to be sinless, um, like trying to, trying to address the sin is the point. I think trying to become sinless causes us to sin more. Yes, exactly. And, I agree and, with you. I agree with you there. Okay, but there's two different there's two different ways to try to be sinless. One of which I think is very healthy, and one of which is incredibly toxic. And I would love to be able to distinguish between the two. Okay. One is actually trying to love more like Jesus. I think that is a good thing. And I think we both agree that that is a good thing. I I don't know, because I'm not sure what you mean by that anymore. To love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. To love one another as Christ has loved us. To love our neighbor as ourselves. And to love our enemies. To try to be consciously aware or mindful, maybe a better word, of when we are doing those things. And when we see we're not doing those things, to stop and repent and put ourselves in context where we can learn how to do those better.
I mean, maybe we don't agree on what that means. And fine. Yeah, because I, I, because I, I say I don't know what you mean. <laughs> but, like, but, 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 can you at least agree that there is a distinction between genuinely trying to love more like Jesus, so that we don't do the opposite, treat our enemies, treat our neighbors, walk by the Samaritan on the, you know, walk by the the poor man on the side of the road, but instead, you know, bind up his wounds. You agree that there is something about um, wanting to be more like Jesus, wanting to be closer to Jesus, that is a good thing. Well, yes. Okay, good. It's the so point. in that sense, That's the point. trying to sin less is a healthy thing. The sense of being more you like see, the things that I sorry, okay. Mm, this 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 is uh this is one of the reasons I like Bill, because like like you're framing it in a negative way, and I think part of the problem is that it's being framed in that way. Fair enough. I don't the the, the the like you know you know i think that's actually a really good point that i would agree with the goal is not to avoid sin because trying to avoid sin uh usually makes things worse the goal is to be closer to jesus and if we're getting closer to jesus that would also help us avoid sin yes that's almost a side effect right I think we have a fragile agreement on something, which is nice. I'll see for the moment. I mean, it's fragile. I, I realize further developments might easily shatter it. I just want to enjoy the moment, even if it's an illusion. Man, I, I, I really wonder if your adherence, the your love of, of like what you think is agreement is part of the problem. I, I, I agree it may be illusion. I just want to catch my breath and enjoy it, the semblance of it for a moment. You see, I think you completely missed what I just said. No, I understand that you just hate the fact that I think we're agreeing about things because you you believe it is an illusion. I I that is not what I said. I said that I think okay. that your love of it is actually pro- maybe it might be part of the problem. It you love it too well much. Be. I don't think I love it that much. I. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm quite, clear, I'm quite comfortable with the fact that we are not agreeing about a lot of things, David. I don't know that you are. I think I think a whole but big I, part of I'm this is the fact that we. The, I I don't uh, think that you're comfortable with the disagreement. No, I'm just trying to understand where the disagreement is, David. And the here's the thing that I find. Okay, we have. Uh, talk, let me talk about the second part. Okay. The impression I have gotten from our interactions is that you think that the way to resolve train wrecks is to have everyone agree some sort of binding statement that you can use to hold people's feet to the fire. That gives you the power to hold people's feet to the fire. Man, this is really tough. I don't, I see, like, minutes ago, I objected to the framing of this question. 
and and you've repeated it now. And I'm just going to say I object to the, the the problem. Okay, thank you. All right. So what you did? You, you remember using the phrase "holding feet to the fire" last time, right? Yes. Okay. Could you maybe try and give me more context so we understand what you didn't mean by that? Okay, so this is really weird for me. I'm sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little bit meta on this. And that's fine. And so, you, what I heard from you in like general terms was this is the problem, and I think this is what you want to use for it. And instead of saying no, that's not right, or yes, that is right, I said I disagree with the framing of the problem. And then okay. your response to that was, tell me more about what this solution that I think you have. And I'm like. I can't talk to you about that solution you think I have because you are trying to apply it to something that I don't consider to be a problem. Okay, so back up. I'm not trying to, okay, let me try and reverse the meta. There was a statement you made last week that I fastened on to, which was holding people's feet to the fire. And you yes. remember making that statement. So rather yes. than saying this is your solution, whatever, just you help me say this, what point were you trying to make then? Um, Does that maybe the sort of actually, confusion if I mis misframed it? Well, I don't think it's really relevant to this conversation, but I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. Ah, okay. This, this, okay. The thing that I was trying to say was we don't – one of the problems we have in the group is that there aren't really social norms. There aren't any any sort of agreements about what we're doing. And so okay. I don't have the ability to say, hey, this is off topic. I don't have the ability to say, hey, we agreed that when we do things, we do it this way or or any of that. So I was mostly right. trying to get across the point that we don't have any structure with which. Right. Right. So, so here's saying, the thing. That I, wanted, the I wanted structure. I understand that. And I'm not uh, philosophically opposed to structure, but I feel like. You and I have different ways of going about it. And but what does that matter? We don't agree what the problem is. Like, like well, I don't care that you and I would solve problems differently. We can't even agree on the problem. I mean, like, sure, I'll take your point. You and I would would solve problems very differently. Like, worlds apply right, differently. But, but, we but, have no... but, but, but I think the fact is that I feel like the tools we use shape our perspective on the problem. Situated cognition sort of thing. No, so, I, 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 I feel like it's really okay, easy okay. to get strong Okay, let me give you a concrete example then. And maybe you can help me understand... Uh, why uh, you know what I see as a contradiction is uh, not okay. Okay. Uh, one of the rules I felt like you were or norms you're pushing for is that there's a, some sense of membership that people belong to the group and people don't just leave precipitously. Sure. And then, as I remember it, uh, two weeks ago I gave you full reign to push your norms, and 
you know, maybe I interjected something with Bill. I'm not quite sure what happened, but everything fell apart. Mm-hmm. And what I remember you saying was, this group is full of lies. It's affecting me. I am starting to lie. I need to leave the group. Yes. So, I am confused. How is that confusing? Uh, Is there a norm or a structure we could have created that would have kept you from leaving the group? I'm waiting for the contradiction here. Okay, sorry, no, but the thing is, is that the, 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 my sense was, despite your manifest willingness to work with the group and fight through it and draft all these things, that you encountered something in your interaction with the group that said, I, this is too much, uh, I have to leave. Even if you yeah. have the opportunity to establish new norms and values for the group. I really, I don't really strongly object to that. I don't think I did really? have that opportunity. Yeah. Really? What did I do? What What prevented you from doing that? Oh. All right. I, I, you know, I, I brought this up and I wanted to talk about this before. Like, okay. I, I felt like I was being told to say things that weren't true. I felt like you were pushing Bill's agenda on me. And. Okay, you felt that, and and then I felt like I wasn't, and I felt like I wasn't allowed to talk about that because of Ted. So between the two of you, I had no avenue of addressing this. Right. So So it's not it's not just your fault. It was it was the the situation. The the subsequent events prove that feeling valid. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. But like, 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 look. If, if the second I I wait, brought wait, it wait, up. Wait, 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 here's the thing. Okay, let's ask answer this, Dave. Do you think it actually would have been possible to create norms and structures that would keep other people from feeling the way you felt? That's not the goal. No. Okay. Then what is the goal? The goal is to set up an environment in which we can resolve issues that we have between each other. Okay. I think we are all in favor of that in principle. I think we have dramatically different understandings of what that would look like in practice. Yes. That's right. That's definitely true. Okay. So let me see if I can at least take a stab at seeing if I can summarize the difference. Because I think this is what may frustrate you about me. Is that I feel like you are upset because you do not have the power to establish the norms and standards that you felt was important because there were external constraints upon you. Does that seem like a fair statement? Um, I, I, I felt like I didn't get the chance to propose it. You didn't have the chance to propose it because of the constraints. Even the fact that you had control of the agenda and could have said whatever you wanted, that there was some no, 
No, no, I couldn't say whatever I wanted. Like, first off, like, first off, Ted was moderator. He was moderating. He was very open about censoring. He admitted it. How can you say I can say whatever I want when you have dubbed okay. someone moderator and he openly admits to censoring? Like, I feel like you're just okay. straight up being disingenuous right now. Okay, sorry. I, I, I think I may have had a, a different aspect. I totally acknowledge legitimacy. Sorry. My understanding is that Ted had a strong con- constraint, which we later relaxed off camera, against naming names and calling people out. Yes. The um, constructive side of stating norms and values, I felt like you had a free range for that. And I acknowledge that those are two different things, and I apologize for conflating. I I I don't know because like one of those values was just just openness. Okay. So, like my my goal was was to get was to set it up so that everyone had an interest in the group that they weren't just bystanders watching that mm-hmm. that if they had a problem they they were empowered to to bring up an issue and to talk about it and try to to deal with that so they can't just say oh well david's doing something wrong ted's doing something wrong bill's doing something wrong they would be like well no you're like if you have a problem you need to step forward say something to try to change it and then we would all be empowered to do that but when when anything that's and that was that was the only thing I wanted. I wanted us to all be empowered to try to change things. And and in, in the process of doing that, I felt like I wasn't allowed to talk about issues. I wasn't allowed to. I was I was being told to institute rules that actually prevented that, undermining the very topic. Okay, here's I think where we may have a genuine point of divergence. From my perspective, all systems of rules are broken. And it's like, well, I couldn't do the right thing because the rules were screwed up. It's like, yeah, that's true. It sucks that the rules are broken. The question is, I feel like there's a choice there. And I could say, the rules are broken, the system is rigged, the powers that be are against me, it's their fault. There's nothing I can do. But I feel like there's a different, oh, there's actually a, another option, which is perhaps worse, is to say, it's my fault, I'm wrong, I'm screwed up, I'm defective, uh, I suck. I believe there's a third option, which is Jesus on the cross, finding the grace what is broken. And I guess, you know, by the letter of the law, David, you're you're right. 
I'm a failure, the rules are a failure, the group is a failure. I don't really have any defense. But I just feel like you're so hurting that you didn't have any grace for me. I'm sorry, what was that last bit? You you were a bit I feel like you are so hurting that you don't have any grace for me. That's oh man, I am so conflicted about this. I'm so conflicted about this. Um All right, I'll, I'll, I'll throw you a bone here. Um, Ernie, what I would say is that you hurt a bunch of people. And I'm angry at you for doing that. And that mm-hmm. is probably why I'm not giving you a lot of grace. Yeah, and you know, that's yeah. totally understandable, David. And, you know, I am working through my broken relationships and the hurt I have done people as fast as I can. Um, and... Um, so I appreciate your honesty. Okay. Um, I will tell you a few things. One, you know, um, actually I'll just tell you one thing, which I think kind of sums it all up. Uh, I believe the group race set is basically over. This is season six. Next week is episode seven. That was the regular season. I had planned to do a great reset, and this feels like a good place to tie a bow on it and say, you know, hey, let's get together. Um, I'll find some way to do a, a nice finale and say thank you for the memories. Uh, this group has served what purpose it can, and it's time to move forward. Uh, there's other things I'd like to do, uh, and it's only open to people in the group, but. I'm kind of done. I'm empty. I have no, nothing more to say. I feel like the thing I, I set out to learn, the thing I said to do, I've done, and I'm really grateful for everyone, especially you in that. But, you know, everything has a time to die, and maybe, and I think this is it. Now, someone, if you are trying to object and say, no, there is something really important here that we need to do, then I will defer to you. But as far as I'm concerned, I think we're done. The second point, which is kind of what comes after, is that the thing that I want to do next is I really want to be in a context where I can work on my sins in collaboration with others. And that's different, but informed by what went on during the Great Reset. And it is my vision of what you were calling train wreck church. And I'll try to publish everything as openly and clearly as I can. So you can critique it if you want to. Um, but I feel like you're definitely onto something there. And I wish I understood you because I feel like if I did, I'd be able to do a much better job. Until then, I will have to as always stumble along uh, with whatever I can figure out or God gives me insight or strength from whoever else is willing to do so. Um, and as part of that, I will solicit whatever help I can to um, 
grow in the grace of Jesus Christ and to uh, build healthier relationships. I had a really good talk with Robbie, which really made me aware of some of the deep brokenness in my own soul, which probably poisons a lot of my relationships. So that's way up there. I'll probably do a heart sink or something uh, to deal with some of it. But like, um, you know, in terms of your anger at me, uh, I, I'm willing to concede that it is fully justified and I deserve every bit of it. Um, and all I can do is humble myself before Jesus and the body of Christ and work one step at a time to rebuilding my own soul and the relationships. Um, and I'm open to any suggestions you have. I still consider you a friend and a co-laborer. And I really welcome your perspective and your insight and your willingness to engage, even if I don't understand half of it and probably only agree with the half of it I don't understand. But there's a third point I feel like I should make uh, because someone, a wise man I know told it to me and I have found it to be true. God gives us grace to forgive the sins committed against us. But he doesn't give us grace to forgive the sins committed against those we love. Against what? God does not give us grace to forgive sins committed against those we love. That is something you have to repent of. I don't know that that scripturally has to be true, but I found it true in my experience. You can take it for what it's worth. Uh, I this is yeah I this is not something I have I have constant I've heard of. Yeah. So, but you know the point is. And uh, I mean, this is kind of my definition of a train wreck, frankly, the cascades and broken relationships. If person A gets hurt by person B, and person C takes offense at that, and the cascade continues. And I mean, that's our modern world writ large. And I feel like it's got to stop somewhere. So. I'm trying to stop here. I'm the problem. I will remove myself from the situation. If I have broken relationships, I will continue working on them. I have some ideas for how to engage with Janet. Uh, and you know, I'll continue doing so. I feel like I have an open door to do that. Um, and you know, with you and Bill and everyone else, That's all I can do, uh, but I'm open to suggestions if there's something else. That's all that I can think to do.
I what what I want is is for us to just sit in the train wreck in the mess and call it what it is and talk about what caused it and if that causes another train wreck then I'm like then fine then let's sit in that train wreck call it what it is so I don't object to that David um who would you trust? I can think of Bill. Like, okay. Um, are you asking us to trust you to moderate it? Is there someone else we trust? Do we just say, hey, we'll just show up and give no guidance and no norms and just let everything happen? Or does someone put some guardrails up? Well, there has to be because, like, if there's none, then somebody can start imposing their own. Right. Such as, well, and this I, is the paradox I, we've, all, we've already we've always stopped got stuck on. Right. And who draws the guardrail? Why well, that has not been a question that we've addressed. Well, come on. You, you know, uh, you, you you wanted to have a choice. I wanted to have a say. Steve wanted to have a say. Bill wanted to have a say. We all say, well, you know, I don't want them to, I, I, I don't trust them to draw the right guard lines. I think that's been said many times. Wait, 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 like, like, this, this is, this is, this is not, no, there's not a reasonable portrayal. Like, I don't think we need to trust anyone to draw them. I think that, like, like the idea that we trust someone to just draw it is nonsense. I, I was suggesting that we, we talk about it and we come up with something and we present. Like, like, Ernie, I, 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 I you know, let me just be very clear about this, Ernie. You're the one who has sabotaged this entire process. Okay? I hate to do this. Take me out of the equation. Dave, take me out of the equation. Remove me. I'm on the way out. Suppose me. I'm totally fine with that. Have something else. You want to say Ted's the problem? Say Ted. You tell him to his face. Ted, I think you're the problem, and then tell us what you're going to do instead. My perspective: the Great Reset is basically over. This is just the cleanup party, the cast party, whatever. All the rules are off. If you have a suggestion for what to do, uh, no, you don't. You don't get it. it. You no, just okay, don't get it. Like Ernie, like the, you declaring that the rules are off. Like you're a fucking tyrant. Like what on oh, earth? What, I mean. what else can you do? Like you bring it before the group and let everyone speak. You bring it before you the group, bring... or you bring it before the group. Both. What do you want me to say? What do you want me to do? Do you want me to say I trust David? He has. Full authority to do whatever he wants, ignore everything else I say, listen to him. Would that satisfy you? No. But what would? Ernie, every meeting you have controlled the agenda. When you say control the agenda, you mean when I You literally write it. You... you literally write it. Sorry, the last meeting where okay, 
Do you want to write it? Is that what you want? I tried to, and then you intervened. How did I intervene? Well, like I said, insisting that I send me messages, insisting that I say certain things. Make other people understand. If that's what came across, because I did not intend that, David. And you are really I, angry at me about this, and I ask your forgiveness. But you forgive me. Do you really mean it? Yes, I did not mean to warp you. I genuinely thought I was trying to help you get what you want. I thought it was a stupid idea for Bill to ask you to introduce his topic. But Bill assured me that you are the best person for the job, but I thought you would take that as a compliment and a vote of trust, and I was wrong, and I am sorry. I no, did it, not want to. I was, you know, I was just trying to help, and I screwed up. I am sorry. I am deeply, deeply sorry, and if there's any way I can make it up to you, I will. If you want me to shut up and not suggest anything, I will do that. If you want to write the agenda, sell the invite, fine. If you want me to talk to Ted and say, Ted, you don't get to make the intro. David's running the show. If that's what it takes to make up for the wrong I have done you, I will do it. Throw me a bone. Throw me a cross. I love you, David. You have given so much to this group. You invested so much of your in it. You put up with me ungodly number of hours. I owe you. I understand that. Sorry for yelling at you about how sorry I am. Man, it's 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 really this let me let me tell you what's really making this difficult for me right now. Okay. Is I really and, and sick of the whole we apologize for something and we both like well okay we both apologize we feel better and then nothing actually changes right this is not and, making me feel any better so and and that's why like there are there are things that i'm sorry about and there's things that i wish to convey to you but i'm like i don't want to continue that paradigm because it it's a lie like Can I as far as a I'm different paradigm can I suggest a different paradigm to see if it's really better for you or if it's not going to help, but at least I'd know it won't work. Sure. Apologize, forgive, confess, agree, 
repent, restore. Repeat. Thank you. Driveway theology from the guy playing basketball behind us. Yeah, no worries. Uh, like, so, so, don't touch. Don't trust my apologies. Okay. I, Agree what I did wrong. Show me what I have to do to repent. What? That's the only way I think we stick any fix anything. Everything's right. The least is a step forward. All right, let me let me let me try doing this. Ernie, it, it it feels like the few times in which I've tried to do something, uh, you sort of interfered in it, and you apologize for that. And and I I want to accept your apology. But the, the issue I'm having with this is that, one, it, it, it's repeated itself now. And two, you I'm trying to talk to you about how you don't let people try to, to, to influence the group without your interference. And you're not acknowledging that. And you, you oh, point out how you gave me a shock. Oh, so sorry. So let me, let, me, let me clarify two different things then, just so I'm clear. Okay. Okay. The first time when I acknowledged that I had crushed your spirit, okay, that grieved me. I felt terrible about that, but I honestly did not know if it was wrong. And that's tortured me, not knowing, because I felt like either way I could have gone uh, didn't feel right. And so I never got to the point of confession of understanding what was it that I did wrong that I could do differently next time. So that was an unresolved issue between us. And totally acknowledge that the issue was never resolved. Okay. From my perspective, okay, and I may be blind, it is also possible, let me just throw this out there, you might be a little oversensitive, conceivable. I was not trying to force your agenda. I clearly had that effect, which I, apologize for and in retrospect understanding the sensitivities of the situation i should not have tried so hard to get bill to show up uh, by pushing this code of conduct that he was fond of and asking you to do it i should have probably listened to my first instinct that it was a bad idea for bill to ask you to pitch this thing and either push back on him or you know, actually either not done it or just and realized how fragile the situation was and that my founder effect, Christmas is messing with you. Uh, you know, in retrospect, I can see that that was a foolish decision on my part, even if my motives were good. And who knows? Maybe my motives were skewed by my desire to want to put the clamp on you and keep you from screwing things up. And that messed with my judgment on this. Totally acknowledge all of that. I confess that that was wrong. And I think that's progress over the previous time where I could not figure out what was wrong. Yeah, there's, 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 there's layers here, man. Uh, 
So all I can do is ask for the chance to repent. To actually yeah. do things gently this time. And if that's not enough, then I don't know what else to do unless you have a better suggestion. I mean, I'm trying to give you that chance because what I'm saying is I don't think you understand what you did wrong. Okay, let me let me try to think what, what I think you believe I did wrong. I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to like understand. Let me try to articulate what I think you're saying. Okay. okay. Is that you were all set to pitch on your new framework on how to handle things. Mm-hmm. And then when I pitched the bill approved framework to you and asked you to read it, you felt like I was twisting your arm to do something that you didn't agree with. Yes. That was not my intent. I am so sorry for about that. But I can see how my actions felt that way, and I did not judge that properly, and that was wrong. That was not my conscious intent. Maybe it was my subconscious intent. But that was not my conscious intent, and I acknowledge that that was wrong. Am I missing anything? Okay. So, sort of. So, uh, in terms of just that, that episode, yes. But then, but the okay. thing is, you're saying things now that seem to contradict this apology. I'm saying things now that seem to contradict this apology. Right. Such as. Be, such as when right? I say, I haven't been able to, I haven't been given a chance to present things without you interfering. You say you were given exactly. a chance. Okay. I. Okay, so now that I understand that that's what you mean by interference, I can see yes. Well, I, let me let me let me just be honest. From your perspective, I can totally see how that was interference. From my perspective, it wasn't, but I can see how it felt that way to you. And I don't know who's right, so I'll concede the point that my actions interfered with your ability to present freely the way you wanted. To. But I I don't understand. You said you apologized and you said it was wrong, but then you're like, but but I'm I'm not sure I did interfere. No, no, no. Like, no, no, no. Sorry. So I think there's two different things here. I acknowledge I did interfere. My point was that I do not believe it was. I do not think it was my conscious intent to interfere. But I agree that my actions interfered with your ability. My actions absolutely interfered with your ability to follow through on your plan. Clearly, that okay. is a statement of fact, and I need to own it. Okay. Good. So, so when I when I say here that, like every every meeting has has been your written agenda, and a few times that I was trying to drive something, you interfered. Mm-hmm. You see my point now. Right. Yes, I understand why you. So there's there's the facts of what happened, and then there's the interpretation you put on it. And so I'll concede the facts, and I can see I can validate your interpretation that I deliberately sabotaged yours. I'm not sure I agree with that, but I can certainly validate it because it's not I know it is true. It's not about intention. I'm not saying like like you did this. Because you're a evil person trying to do bad things, I'm saying this is the effect. Okay, fair enough. That was the effect of that. So, so, because I have no idea what your intentions are. 
You can tell me everything you've done is entirely an accident. And I think you might be able to convince me. That's but, how, but, how, the is, but, but here's the difference on the intent. If my intent is different than my action, then we can just change the action. If my intent is actually different, then I'll say, well, I'm sorry, that's what I intended. You know, and then that's true, but you're stuck. But I don't. <laughs> but part of the problem, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm always skeptical that I can understand your intent, which is why I almost want to avoid talking about it. Right, but then if you assume that you can't change my actions because my intent is fixed, then we're kind of stuck. If you're willing to believe well, the possibility that you know my, my intent is to support you, then there's at least the chance. Anyway, we're having a conversation, okay. so I think we don't have to force to argue about whether or not the, the possibility exists. So, yeah. Okay. I'm so, done. Okay. So, um, at this point, whatever you can work out with Ted, if I was me, if you want me to write interference with Ted, that's fine too. Uh, and if you want me to just sit there silently or not be well spoken to or whatever, if that'll. I, I want you to listen to me, Bernie. I want you okay. to listen. The problem I have, this is the problem I have, David, is that I think you've made the case that things that I thought were innocuous uh, constituted interference on my part. And I acknowledge that that is true. But that just means I can't trust myself on what I think is innocuous engagement. I need your help. Okay, but it doesn't feel like you're listening to me. What? It doesn't feel like you're listening to me. Okay. You, you say you need down. my help, but... Sorry, I lost the audio there for a second. Were you in the middle of something? No, no. I already... Ah. It, it, it's... it's really just feels like you keep trying to do different things that you keep ideas out there you keep trying to to mix things up and and what i wish you would do is you would just stop and listen to people okay and and try to try to incorporate their feedback like like i'll, I'll give you i'll say this but like you sort of your 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 attitude of like to address your own sin is is really good because it, it really gets you to try to dig out your own issue. It gets you to, I think, um, repent very quickly for your for things that you've done wrong. And uh, I'm very impressed by that. But I think it also I think you all have this where you you're not incorporating the good feedback that people are giving you because you're sort of like you're not trying to engage with them. You're not you're not hearing. You're not you're not really engaging with it as a big Also, I think you're not engaging with it as a doing right. You're missing. Sorry, did you repeat that, David? I said that I think that the way that you're approaching things keeps you from engaging in the sin of other people. That you're not you're not you're not trying to fix other people so much most of the time and you're not you're not really going at people the most that they're just focusing on your own issue which is 
and like I don't know anyone who does a better job of that than you, and I really appreciate that. I also think that you're not paying attention to the other things that other people are doing that's good. I think you're not you're paying enough attention of, to what other people are doing that is good. So I heard what you yes. said. Yes. Okay. And and so I think like you've been given. I think you keep receiving negative feedback about yourself, but you're not receiving constructive criticism from other people. And I'll tell you, like that's quite quite the accomplishment. I have never met a, a, another person who was so receptive to, to negative feedback, so that you're more receptive to it than constructive criticism. Um, but I think overwhelmingly you are. Like if somebody gives you constructive criticism, you, you it seems like you just sort of twist it into your own ideas and then you completely ignored what they said. Which which is which sucks because that means like like it, it means like the best way to interact with you is just to give you, you know, just to critique you as harshly as possible because you respond to that better than anything else. And I hate that. I'm really hating that that that's that's what's working. Right. So I think there's another problem in our dynamic, which I would like to point out when I have a moment. So the point that I, yes, in a, in a moment, uh, the point that I'm trying to make is that, that like, I think you've, you managed to get yourself surrounded by people who are telling you really good things, giving you really good tips on, on how to do things better and different. And I just, I just don't think you're hearing any of it. And it makes me really sad. You done? Yes, I'm done. Oh, thank you. That was a very loving and gentle and generous thing, and I really appreciate that. And I will just be honest. I think there's a lot there that I really need to be able to hear, and it is hard for me to be able to hear from you. Um, and there's, I think, a couple of reasons for that, although I can't claim that these are exhaustive or even um, the majority of the issues. One is the fact that you are angry at me, right? And it's kind of really hard to take feedback from someone who's really angry. Um, and so that's a challenge. Um, take the negative feedback so fucking well. It's like it blows my yeah, mind. But here's, Yes, here's the thing, right? Yeah, and the, the reason is that, what was it I told Steve uh, before we do that? Like, your, I guess this wasn't on camera, so, but you know, the, the um, second thing, which is a deeper problem, is I feel like you see an obvious solution to certain problems. And I say, yes, that is the obvious solution that I believe is wrong. And it is inconceivable to you that I might actually disagree on this and we get twisted up in knots. And so it is hard, you know, for me to take constructive advice from you when we have some fundamental chasms in our worldview and we haven't really found a great point of commonality. And <laughs> it's so, it doesn't make any sense what you're saying. So sorry, but like you see, you, you, I feel like, okay, the subtext I read from your statement was, you have made very specific, concrete, actionable steps of things that I could do differently. And mm -hmm. I have refused to, to, to encrypt them. Is that a fair interpretation? No. 
No, okay. no. no you, weren't ta- you weren't talking about yourself at all. I, 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 I was. I, I, I think like my biggest objection is that other people are giving you really good advice, and you're not listening to any of it. I don't think I've okay. given you that much. I, I, okay. I think I've. Okay. I, so, I think so, I, so here's, see, see, here is my problem, David. Okay. Here is my problem. Like when Steve blew up at me on, on stage, everyone said, well, I really agree with what Steve said. I had no idea what Steve said, partly because of the emotional charging, partly because of the complicated issues. But everyone seemed to assume that, oh, obviously it was clear what Steve meant. Like, no, it wasn't. I mean, it's obvious, maybe it's obvious and clear to you why Dennis leaving the group or what Bill's objections are. They're not clear to me. These things are confusing to me. Maybe they should be obvious. Like, I literally don't know. What, whether people, what I've heard, whether I've heard them correctly, whether they said what they meant, whether they meant it at the level of intention, they I just am confused. And so the reason I'm not taking constructive feedback is that I is for the most part, not that I'm unwilling to, and God knows I have bent over backwards to try to give other people more autonomy in the group, even if I've screwed it up like I did with you. And so, uh, but that all said, in in your defense, right. in your defense, you, I think like part of the problem was that when you did try to engage, the other the other party didn't engage back, and I think Steve did that to you, and so you did make an effort. Yeah. So, so like, I feel like lots of people said things, and you know, and so like I just please finish it, right? But at a high level, I think you are right. I think there is something in me that does not fully engage with people, that does not just sit and dwell with problems and engage people. And, um, you know, I think one of the reasons this is awkward is because I think there is a yin-yang dynamic between us where something I am excessive in, you're deficient in, and vice versa. And so it's harder for me to see healthy when I'm contrasting myself uh, with what I disagree with. I think that's true of all of our relationships. Um, and so that is an area, precisely why I feel like I need, oh, ah, this is where I mean by grace. It's like, okay, yes, by the letter of the law, this is wrong. Where is grace? Like, can you help create a context where I feel safer and more secure and more at peace so I can engage in these things more fully? If that's your goal, wow, that would be amazing. Do you need that? Yes. Because you've made a, you a tremendous case that I need that. Do we all need grace? I, I, I don't know that was on the table, but I would love that. This, this is, you know, I, I keep going back to like I don't understand how you can take the negative criticisms so very well, because like in those situations, I think you you are probably not feeling safe. And and so when you're like, well, for me to like hear what other people are saying that that's positive and good i need to i need to feel safe i'm like what exactly have you found safe in any of them no so the point is, is not that it's, is, is that the is 
to have the leisure to reflect on the good thing that they want and feel like that is something that I am supposed to do and incorporate myself versus just trying to get out of their way so they can do it. Um, and, you know, the, um, you know, and then how do I balance this with the rest of the group, right? Like, okay, you know, what if I let Janet run her thing for, you know, 10 sessions? Well, what about the people who want to do Bible studies? Do I ignore them? How do I make these trade-offs? Like, I just don't know, right? Is it all these things is that like, when it's just personally attacking me, I just look at Jesus. I mean, he's my role model. He, he took a lot. And that's who I'm trying to become like. So, you know, that I can take to Jesus. But if it's like a structural programmatic thing that I'm not taking in seriously, it's like, I'm just intellectually overloaded. I just don't know what to do with it. And I don't know, like, you know, this, this, there's a weird thing where there's a certain level of conceptualization that is optimal if you have too little you don't understand anything if you have too much you understand too much and you get frozen up you, you've run into this before haven't you um is that right? i but you, you have too much so you pick yourself into a corner yeah i I, I would say that I've experienced a phenomenon like that, but I it's a weird way to put it because I've all gotten out of it through thinking. So right, yeah, it's and the point like is a that, wrong yeah, characterization. But, but I, got, I, got, I got to be honest with you, David, just raw honesty. I am up to my gill just managing the relationships, trying to figure out the programmatic pieces and incorporating other people's feedback is more than I can handle. You know, and so I go with my gut and what I feel like I should do. I turn it over to other people when I can, for as long as I can, and see what God does. And sometimes it works better than others. Sometimes I let go more successfully than others. Um, you know, it is what it is. Um, so. Um, I don't understand why you're drawing a distinction between the programmatic and the relational. Oh, because I feel a responsibility before God to have to love other people like Jesus. That's kind of what I signed up for. That's kind of the whole motto of this group. And so running the most efficient and inclusive group is an aspect of that, but that's secondary. And so I prioritize. Because I want to make sure I'm putting enough emotional energy on having right relationships and loving other people, loving myself and loving God you know, like Jesus. And I'd rather succeed at that and fail at the other. And if, you know, you know, this is, this is the, like I said, if this is obvious to you, maybe you should be doing this. I, uh, maybe I, it, I guess maybe the, you'll try it and it won't turn out to be as obvious as you think it is. I, I think that I keep thinking it's just like relational issues are the issue. And to me, the great reset is best served by addressing the relational problem. You know, and I'm doing the best I can, David. Um, and I'm always asking God, like I said, I'm planning to stop the great reset so I can focus more on relational and less on all these other things. But let's just go back to concrete specifics. This week is a season finale, possibly the series finale. Um, and we've identified things that I have done that have interfered with your ability to do this. 
Um, I will tell you what I wanted to see happen during this. And I will try to just lay it out there with open hands and be totally fine if you use none of it. Okay? And can I at least share with you what I thought I would like to see happen? Uh, please. Or would, that, would, be, would even that be too much interference? Some interference. So I, I'm, not, I'm not doing anything right now. You're just giving me an issue. Sorry? I, I am okay, not. You, you haven't agreed to anything. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm in charge of anything. Like I I'm I, like right now, as far as I'm concerned, um, I might be asked to moderate next Tuesday, and I'll probably agree to do that. And that is the only the only thing I've been asked to do, or will be expected to do. And and I have, and I'll probably and I, you have my sort of automatic agreement to that. So that's the only thing okay. I consented to. Okay. So like I, I'm not trying to do something. So you can't influence or interfere in anything because I'm not trying. To okay, but but I have offers as part of my repentance over my recognition that I interfered with your previous time uh, to give you a do-over. <laughs> okay. Right. I offered. You don't have to accept or reject, but I have offered. <sighs> okay. So I've been thinking a lot about communion and this phrase of the cross of Jesus, which both, I think, independently, Steve and Janet brought up. Um, and I think you even accepted the idea of the blood of Jesus as the idea of um, the healthy response to train wrecks or something like that. There's something in there somewhere that I hope we can agree on. I really wanted to just end on the time of communion where my perspective may be wrong, we just focus on confession and forgiveness before Jesus. And that any hurt or pain we have, we just lay it at the feet of Jesus and we do communion in our own homes and we just um, declare the goodness of God in the midst of our train wreck. And I actually like the idea you had of just sitting and dwelling on our train wreck. Um, I personally don't think this is the optimal place for bringing up, well, you did this to me, but I could be wrong about that. Um, you know, in my tradition, uh, communion was also a time where you would, before you take communion, you talk to people one-on-one -on -one and say, you know, hey, I have something against you. We need to talk about it. Um, you either resolve yeah. it there, or you, or you, or you set up a time to do that. Right. We're we're instructed to to to, to save our offering and go and resolve our conflict with our brothers before taking communion. It feels like you're sort of yeah ignoring them. Well, no, no. I'm 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 actually I am affirming that the the way that I like I said my tradition the way they interpreted that right or wrong was it was it you say you know, hey, um, we need to talk, let's set up a time, and you don't necessarily resolve all of it before you go there, though, you know, taking a hard line, that is not necessarily inappropriate either. I mean, from my perspective, I feel like, um, you know, we are at least, I'm at least consciously at peace with everybody, um, you know, as much as we are consciously able to identify issues. There's lots of things we don't agree about or whatever, but um, most of those are related to the direction and structure of the group which to me is kind of a new point. 
Um, Do you feel at peace with me? I feel like I've been able to say the things to you that need to be said, and I feel like you've expressed love and concern for me, which I really appreciated, which is frankly quite healing. And uh, I think there's still areas I don't trust you, but I am okay with that. And the areas that um, I think are wrong are probably things that bother me because I lack grace for you uh, and that I need to work on my own blind spots and grace spots to have more grace for you in order to be able to speak into that in a constructive way. Because in past experience, telling you what I thought was wrong uh, to your face um, was mostly useless and perhaps actively damaging. And most of what I want to say I already said today during this call, so. I'm content having said it. Okay. So actually what I really wanted to do, and I don't know if I could pull this off, but Janet, I suggested something to Janet, she rejected it in her email. And then when I was talking to her later, she goes, oh, that's what you meant. I would be totally in favor of that. I want to go back to her and say, can I ask you one last favor? That thing that you said would be a great thing to do, can you help me figure out how to do that? And work that into a convenient thing. And um, see if she's willing to at least contribute to that if not actively attend. That's all I got. Any suggestions, reactions, alternatives? Um. I was just thinking um, what what a good leader looks like. And I'm going to go on a tangent here, and I'm sorry, because... Okay, I have three know, minutes, by the way. I have a work meeting I have to run to. Um, and, you know, you you showed me what transparency looks like. You showed me what accepting criticism was looked like and and then you showed me how that wasn't enough and um that was that was educational informative and, and tremendous and so i'm grateful for that um I I'm not I'm not a big fan of the communion thing just because it feels like what we're it's just encouraging quick like well let's pretend like everything's okay so we can all have communion and I hate that um I I don't know 
I don't I don't know what to do or where to go from here. Um Okay. I I don't know. I I think I want to hear from I want to hear from everyone. That's all I'm thinking. I want to hear whatever where whatever where everyone's at, what they what they care about, what they think. That's what I want. And then from that to try to build a consensus. Okay. Um, I have to go run to my meeting. Um, and I appreciate your time and your input and your friendship and your affirmation. Thank you. Appreciate all that you do, Ernie. Thank you. Thank you, David. I love you, man. I know Jesus loves you. And we have to answer my question about whether you're really just friends or whether you actually love Jesus. I mean, what is love? <laughs> Maybe don't hurt me. Uh, love hurts. Talk to you later. Bye. All right. Bye.